Hey everyone, welcome to the Mindful Dancer podcast. I'm your host, Emma, from 100% U Athletics, and I'm so excited that you've joined me today. The Mindful Dancer podcast is for dancers who are interested in the power of mindfulness. In each episode, I will share a different concept that will hopefully challenge your current views and help you understand the importance of mindful training and mindful living. Welcome back to the Mindful Dancer podcast. Today we're going to be talking all about dancing during quarantine or dancing during this uh, global pandemic. To start with this episode, I would actually like you to think for a moment about how you deal with a challenge or discomfort in your life. So I want you to think about that um, and answer it in your head, or if you want, you can get a piece of paper and write it down. So in life, when you are met with a challenge or discomfort, how do you usually initially react? Now, I'm going to give you uh, two examples of how you may react um, in a challenging situation. It's kind of two sides of the coin. So the first one is that sometimes people like to lean into that discomfort or challenge and they're, you know, excited for the challenge and, you know, how can I make this work for me? Um, And another way that we can react to a challenge might be um, to catastrophize it. So if you haven't heard of this word before, it's, um, it's kind of about thinking about everything that could go wrong in that situation. Or maybe, you know, and maybe it's a mix of both. Or maybe you don't respond in either of those ways, and and that's okay too. And you know what? There are pros and cons to both of those reactions, um, and none of them are right or wrong. It's just really interesting to know and beneficial to know how we react in these situations um, and what our initial reaction is so that we can even prepare ourselves. Now I want you to think about how you reacted when you heard about um, the coronavirus and how you've reacted or responded throughout this entire experience. So maybe over the last year. And I know you might be like, Miss Emma, that is an extremely loaded question. Um, And I totally agree. I mean, when I think back, I think my emotions around this experience have been a lot like a roller coaster ride. Um, lots of ups and downs. I think initially I was a little bit scared um, and confused. And then as things started to progress and we started to realize that, you know, we were going to lose the season, I was really sad. I was very sad and there was like a deep mourning process that I had to go through of uh, letting go of those routines, letting go of the competition experiences, letting go of the experience that the graduates weren't going to get to have, or letting go of the experiences that those little ones hadn't had yet. Um, So there was a lot of letting go. And then, and then there was excitement again, some real excitement because uh, in August we were able to reopen up. So that was really cool and exciting and fun. Um, and then this dance season has, 
has again been it's been amazing and wonderful and really cool because we've been able to challenge ourselves and find new ways to dance and teach and choreograph and create. But it's also been frustrating because and confusing because we never really know how long things are going to last. And I mean, we're in our third lockdown. And, and if you would have told me last year that we would have been in a lockdown again, um, April of 2021, I, I probably wouldn't have believed you. So, so I want you to think about how you felt, how or how you felt throughout all of this and what, what some of the emotions um, that, that are coming up or have come up for you. So again, you can, you can write that down. So the challenge is the coronavirus. And then how have you responded? What has been your emotional response to this? So I just want to go over some things that uh, we can do to make this thing worthwhile and to remind ourselves uh, why we love dance and and remind ourselves that um, we can make it through hard times. And you know what? That we can do hard things. That's been another one of my mottos this season. You can do hard things. Just You just got to believe in yourself. So Let's talk about some specific things that you can do to set your dance space up so that you can be successful. I think one of the biggest things that we need to remember is that our brain is really good at associating our spaces uh, with what they're meant for. So I don't know if you've ever been told this before, but you're not supposed to study or do homework in bed. Because our brain associates our bed or our bedroom with sleep and calming and relaxing time. So if you start to do homework in your bed, it kind of confuses your brain. Um, I also heard this other example. I can't think right now where I heard it from, but it was this concept or this idea that if you went to a concert and you saw someone reading a book, you would be confused because that isn't the environment that you read a book in, right? So it's kind of the same thing here. The dance studio is set up so that you can succeed. And when you walk into the dance studio, you know it's time to work. So I want you to think about setting up a space at home that's going to, you know, send off those same vibes. I also recognize that not everyone has the space uh, to do this. So what you could do, like if you have to dance in your bedroom, for example, uh, my biggest suggestion is turn yourself away from your bed. So instead of dancing where you can see your bed, if there's a way that you could turn yourself so that you uh, can't see your bed anymore, that that can be helpful. Um When we switched to online, I didn't have a space in my apartment that was an office space. So I was struggling with that. Um, So I created an office space and it's in my bedroom, but it's, you know, off in the corner and I've, you know, created this wall of beautiful pictures that make me happy and I have my mood lamp and I have my diffuser and it, you know, it sets the tone for, for the work that I want to do. So that's the first thing that you can do is you can clear your space of all distractions um, and you can set yourself up for success that way. So that's your actions, right? So that's an action that you can take to create positivity or create success out of this super challenging situation. 
Another thing that you can do is kind of around your thoughts. So again, you can't control that your dance you use clothes, but you can control your thoughts or you, you have some say in that. Um, and so I think it's important to remind yourself that this isn't forever. And I know that's hard when you're in the middle of it and when it's the third lockdown and you're like, but Miss Emma, like this is happening for the third time. I'm feeling really frustrated and I'm not feeling motivated. And you know what? Again, none of this is about not feeling those emotions. You, you have to feel the emotion. And I, like I've said in previous episodes, I am all about you feeling the emotion. But if you let those emotions take over, then that's not going to be helpful either. So feel the frustration, feel the sadness, feel the anger, feel the confusion. But then remind yourself that, you know what, this isn't forever. And remind yourself that you made it through the first lockdown. And you made it through the second lockdown. And so you are going to make it through this lockdown. And I think another one around our thoughts is it's just kind of a shift in your expectation. As dancers, we are used to the dance season going a very specific way. That is what we know and that is how it works. So this time around, it's been a little bit hard for our our bodies and our minds to adjust to that. So I think a switch in um, your expectation is really important. And I think with Zoom, you can get also get so much done and the focus on technique and learning new skills. And you know what? You're still staying super fit and active. And that's really cool. And yes, do we want to be at dance competitions right now and not on Zoom? Of course, 100%. I do too. It's my favorite time of the year. But we are still getting better on Zoom. If anything, practicing mindfulness and being mindful is is so important during this time. Um, because as I've talked about in, in past episodes, When we're mindful, we're able to respond rather than react to those emotions. When we're mindful, we're able to recognize that, okay, I'm frustrated because I'm back online and I want to be in the studio. But then I can choose to say, okay, I'm frustrated and I'm going to feel frustrated. But you know what? I'm still going to work hard and I'm still going to try my best to improve. And I'm still going to go online tonight and take class and, you know, see my dance teachers' faces and see my, see my teammates that I miss. But if we're not being mindful of our emotions, um, then we often react to those emotions rather than respond to them. So in that same situation, you might just be like, you know what? No, I'm frustrated. And I'm just going to be frustrated. And you're not going to get as much out of that class as you would if you, uh, if you would have responded the other way. I think the more that we're mindful, the more that we have an opportunity to get the most out of this, out of this super challenging situation. So anyway, that's my little chat on the coronavirus and, and dancing from home. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm so incredibly proud of the dance community. We have had to continue to pivot through all of this. Um, and I'm so proud of all the dancers. Your resilience has been awe-inspiring and it just makes me believe that we can do anything. Okay. It's time for my rose and thorn for the week. So today was actually the day that I launched this podcast. Um, It had been out for a little bit, but I actually 
released it to the world and put it on social media. So you might be thinking, what's the thorn in this situation? I've been doing this work for a long time, but for the most part, it's been kind of within this smaller bubble of people. But now that, I've, that I'm doing this podcast, it has the potential to reach um, so far, which is a little bit scary. But there's obviously so many roses and amazing, positive, wonderful things that, that can come out of this. And I think one of the coolest ones is that I'm just sitting here in my, my apartment in Guelph recording this podcast, and it has the ability to get to someone, you know, on the other side of the country. And, and that's really cool. Um, and I'm just super grateful for all the support that I've even just received um, today. That's my rose and thorn for the week. What's your rose and thorn for this week? If you enjoyed this podcast and feel drawn to subscribe, rate, or review, that would be awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week, and we will talk soon.